Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we good are morning. on uh, End Times Friday. And uh, we're, uh, boy, there's lots going on in the world, isn't it? At this, uh, things that get uh, nuttier and nuttier. I did it. We just did a, uh, a retreat out in California with uh, mm-hmm. Alliance for Defending Freedom, ADF. Uh, oh, I bet they see a lot of stuff right oh, now. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, young couples and... Um, you know, we, we do abiding, and one of the things we talk about in abiding is, um, you know, spiritually, you know, what happened with Adam and Eve that were in the mm-hmm. Garden garden of Eden, you know, don't eat of that tree uh, for you surely die. And, uh, and of course, Satan comes along and uh, convinces them that isn't that a good idea, which they do, and then they, they wind up with their sin nature. And the world uh, goes to what's called entropy. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything left alone is going to destruction. And Satan, and Acts actually spoke in this in the New Testament several places, uh, is actually in control of the world. Right. Uh, which is, a, uh, it's always, and they, they kind of resonated with it because they were wondering about that in a sense mm-hmm. of, because they deal so, so much. Because you, you see so much evil going on, yeah. you wonder how that's happening. Yeah, right. how has that happened? Where is God? How come? You know, mm-hmm. and, and when we went through it all, it's like, ah, you know what? I think I understand it because they had that question of we see so much mm-hmm. and they were explaining a few things that, you know, if, if we went into the detail of it, we would be dumbfounded wow. uh, with the stuff that's going on with transgender stuff and, um, you know, just uh, teaching like for <laughs> they shared about a case that they're involved in uh, is um, uh uh, parents challenged the curriculum mm-hmm. of uh, of actually transgender curriculum and uh, other things that they were teaching, and they were basically telling the children, and, they, and we're <laughs> we're talking first, second, third graders. Right. They don't right. even they don't even know you know um, anything about it other than I'm a I'm a female or a male, and that's kind of it mm-hmm. you know and. But they're being challenged with, well, if you feel differently, you, you, it's okay. But what they did is they, they taught them this. And they said, don't tell your parents. Oh, you're kidding. Uh, and of course. So know, not only did they not get permission first, but then they told them to conceal it from them. And conceal it from them. Uh, wow. Well, you know, little kids. Uh, you know, they, <laughs> That's like giving them a megaphone. Yeah. And you say, don't tell somebody. Right. Don't, you know, it's like. You know, and a lot of them didn't, but but a lot of them, they just they just said this is what happened, and they told me they told me not to tell you. Uh huh. Well, the parents uh, were livid, mm-hmm. uh, so they're going to uh, say, "Hey, we want to have uh, that know what what you're teaching, 
Mm-hmm. We want to be able to evaluate what you're teaching, and, and we're not going to allow you to teach things that we don't sanction. And they were told, you don't have a right to know what we're teaching. Wow. We're, we're in charge. Can you share what state this particular case was in, or are you not at liberty to say? Um, it's, it's on the East Coast uh, okay. uh, in the New England area. Uh, <laughs> and by the way, it's going on all over the place. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, you know, and just, well, that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a parent, you would think <laughs> you would care about what's being taught to your, I mean, particularly little kids. I'd, I'd like to right. know what you're teaching and you tell me and then let me evaluate it. And if I think it's not right, let me help either help you change it and or. Or gonna, let my child opt out. Or I'm going to opt out of it or do, you yeah. know, have freedom because I, it's not what I would like to teach. But they basically are saying we know better. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, you and I would, <laughs> we would have never thought that this kind of, st- I mean, right. I mean, it's like, what, if I'm a parent, don't I have, don't I, you mean I don't have the right, the right to find mm-hmm. out what you're teaching my kid? Uh, and they, and they went into several examples of the craziness mm-hmm. of the chaotic world that we're facing that's getting worse and worse and worse, so to speak. And, um, it's not even sensible. And they understood that, uh, wow, you know, we could be uh, headed toward, for sure, major, uh, let's say, uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And of how, and their question, and remember, they're all young marrieds. Right. So, so think about what their biggest question is as they, as they are young marrieds. How it's going to impact their future children. Yeah. What about, yeah. What, what are my kids yeah. going to be part of that we're going to have to deal with? Mm-hmm. And how are we going to do this? Yeah, uh, I hear a lot of anxiety in this generation about, and even questioning, do I have kids? Do I bring them into this? You know, there's just a lot of this thought, which I'm sure there are other periods in history that people felt that way too. But yeah, um, yeah. But so it's a lot to navigate. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So um, it's, you know, we're headed for a, a difficult time uh, for sure. And it's it's really worldwide. And then secondly is, could this be a, for, a forerunner of actually an end time, a tribulation, mm-hmm. you know, that we experience? So um, we're going to, you know, and I don't know if anybody uh, in our audience listens, watches, or reads uh, any kind of a news stuff each week, but it's almost, can you believe this, mm-hmm. uh, that this is actually happening in the world and people actually think this way and operate this way? And they want to control it, mm-hmm. like the school of we actually don't want our parents to even challenge us. Just you, just leave us alone. Let us do what we're going to do because we know better, you know. And right, and uh, and we know behind it. Remember, we're not dealing with flesh and blood. We're dealing with what powers, principalities, and power. powers. Powers. Yeah. That's the enemy. Is everything he can do to mm-hmm. move everything away. And and again, as we look at the tribulation, uh, and this is where the. I would say the the difficulty of believers. Um, we know that God wants goodness. Mm-hmm. God wants holiness. God God wants righteousness, and and comes against evil. We know that, right? And our thought, well, then, um, why don't you move it the other direction? Uh, mm-hmm. Since that's what you want. 
Well, when you and think, aren't you powerful enough to take care of that? Yeah. Why are we sitting in this mess? Yeah. 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 Well, we know for sure he's powerful enough. Uh, yes, but that's that's the impression, and especially actually from from non-believers even more is you know that's that's an argument they have against if God's real. Yeah. Then why this? Yeah. yeah. Then, then how all this bad stuff happened, and then. Uh, uh, on, uh, but when you think of the tribulation, mm-hmm. which is coming, it is going to happen. And, and we're f- not going to stop it. <laughs> and for it to happen, uh, the enemy has to become uh, fulfilling all that he's putting in place, mm-hmm. which is a anti-godly culture. Right. And again, and it even says this, it says this in the New Testament, the Old Testament, uh, is that good, good being of God, of God, mm-hmm. becomes evil, not of God. Right. And evil becomes considered good. And by the mm-hmm. way, guess what? The world accepts that, sees it, and embraces yeah. it. And the only ones that and don't. And we see that currently right now yeah. in so many facets. Yeah. And think about the only ones that don't accept that is who? The people who know truth, who know Jesus. Yeah, and they're called the remnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not even all believers, mm. uh, because a lot of believers kind of fall into it. Yeah, right. I, I think that's okay. And by the way, yeah. um, if you talk to people, but abiding um, believers are not going to fall into that because they're going to be tuned into the Holy Spirit yeah, and well, asking Him and seeking His will. And you're you're always willing to receive, spend time in. The mm-hmm. truth, which is the word of God, right. that really isn't fuzzy about certain things, right. including, uh, remember, and Paul writes, in the end, mm-hmm. believers are going to fall away. They're going to look like they're learning, but they're, uh, they're not. They're going to say that they're believers, but they have no power mm-hmm. because they're operating in the flesh. And then they, right. em- they embrace this change of good and evil, mm-hmm. uh, and you said that's going to happen. So as you right. as you get into the word, and this is what Kathy, you and I are, are are trying to say as we're even having this topic of end times Fridays, is to keep bringing out. Well, do you understand the dynamics? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we would like everyone to to receive that it's necessity to be part of the remnant who come mm-hmm. together and stand on the truth, believe the truth, and understand what God would have us do, because we're not called to accept that. We're actually called to stay true to his, his way mm-hmm. and be able to speak about it. At the same time, we're not going to stop the tribulation. Right, right. Uh, and that's, Which and is that, an interesting balancing act there, right? Yeah, yeah. An and, that, and that's what I'm saying. So in a way, and we talked about this with this ADF group, it was... Um, don't get discouraged or don't think, well, we have to, we have to, we have to, is actually, I said, it's going to happen and you can't, you can't stop it. Mm-hmm. Um, in a sense, it's got to be more specific about, okay, now that it is happening. And again, what's happening, mm-hmm. uh, just as we described it with this ADF group was, uh, it's not, it's not good. Mm-hmm. It's going nutty. It's going crazy. Uh, okay. Um, God has an answer. Mm-hmm. You can still live a beautiful covenant life in, as part of the remnant. The key is don't give up on truth. Right. Don't compromise truth. 
And the key is to abide and let God show you the way. So the reason we even do this uh, is to keep helping people understand. And our goal and our, our purpose would be that you keep moving deeper into your relationship with God mm-hmm. and be willing to see the truth about principalities and powers and good and evil and culture and what's happening, uh, economics. And uh, don't get discouraged, but rather come together and be encouraged about what God got us up to. Uh, uh, and actually, we're going to talk about today, um, we've uh, been talking about these churches uh, where, remember, he's these seven churches, mm-hmm. and they can be considered, in a sense, uh, you know, that's not just seven churches. It's really a universal yeah. things it's that are representative going. Representative of all the Representative churches. of, right. and he's talked about variety of ones uh, that we've gone through. Uh, corruption, lazy, uh, lost their first love, uh, allowed Jezebel, mm-hmm. you know, etc. Well, this one is interesting. Uh, the Church of uh, Philadelphia, um, and it's really called the Faithful Church. So, if you could read verses seven uh, through uh, thirteen in chapter three, this is sure. the Church of Philadelphia. It says, "And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write." These things says he who is holy, he who is true, he who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts and shuts and no one opens. I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door and no one can shut it. For you have a little strength, have kept my word and have not denied my name. Indeed, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews and are not but lie indeed I will make them come and worship before your feet and to know that I have loved you because you have kept my command to persevere I will also keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth behold I am coming quickly hold fast what you have that no one may take away your crown he who overcomes I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God and he shall go out no more I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down out of the heaven from my God. And I will write on him my new name. He who has an ear, let him hear what the spirit says to the churches. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Wow. There's a lot uh, uh, that he uh, releases here. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, And he says, um, you who are true uh, in the word there, is faithful. Mm-hmm. You who are faithful to keep the truth, to stand on the truth, to uh, live out the truth, um, uh, I'm going to uh, show you something. Uh, and he says uh, it is this amazing statement, he who has the key of David. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well now that's an interesting uh, statement um, of the key of David. Uh, so you would look so what at what is the key of David? What exactly. Is that? Uh, so that um, as you're in Scripture mm-hmm. and you read something like that, um, you have the key of David. Okay. Well, what is that's the question we have? Is what the heck right. is that? Um, and then you go ask. Okay, Father, show me. And then He guides you into, okay, let me understand uh, David, what, what was spoken about uh, David, um, and what can I understand about it? Well, 
there's a key thing. The word key, mm-hmm. I- again, and in th- in, in, as, as I process this, because I, I had the same question. Yeah. <laughs> what, what the heck is that? What is this? Uh, right. Is that some secret thing, you know, that uh, we mm-hmm. don't know? And uh, and so, you know, I'm in dialogue, and uh, he says, well, why do, why do you think I use the word key? In other words, what's what's the most important thing that David was and, and understood that I can rely on? Um, I went back to, by the way, mm. uh, a statement that he made. You remember when, when Peter, this is in uh, Matthew 16, uh, who do, Jesus said, who do, who do people say I am? Elijah, John the Baptist, Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, who do you say I am? Right. Pe- Peter says, you're the, the Christ, the Messiah, the son of the living God. You're God. Mm-hmm. Jesus says, upon this, I'm going to build my church. I'm giving you the keys to the kingdom. Mm-hmm. In other words, um, again, and, and the comment there is, well, what exactly are you giving them? Right. I'm giving you the key principle, the key hmm. truth about how I can build my church. And it's based upon the fact that he said, you didn't receive this on your own. You received it by revelation from the Father. Hmm. And, you, and you received it. Right. And you believe it. Based upon your hearing, receiving, and believing, I'm going to build my church, the key to the kingdom. If oh wow! You, uh, okay, yeah. all right, all right. So let's go to let's see what it says about David. So go to uh, Acts thirteen. Um, Paul gives the <laughs> Paul gives the uh, the shortest history of Israel in about ten verses. <laughs> he tells the entire history of Israel in ten verses. All right. Um, and he goes through and said, "This has happened. This happened." Uh, uh, and uh, go ahead and start in verse 20 um, and then um, uh, read through uh, 23. Just, and we'll, okay. we, we won't read the whole thing here. He goes into a very deep discussion of it, but he says something about David, what, it, what, it, okay. what he says. After that, he gave them judges for about 450 years until Samuel the prophet. And afterward, they asked for a king. So God gave them Saul, the son of Kish, a man of the tribe of Benjamin, for 40 years. And when they when he had removed him, he raised up for them David as a king, to whom also he gave testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, who will do all my will. From this man's seed, according to the promise, God raised up for Israel a savior, Jesus. Yeah. So he goes through the history. Mm-hmm. This happened, this happened, this happened. And then he stops at David. Right. And he doesn't comment about anybody else, but he says David was what? A man after my own heart. Who was willing to do all my will. Mm-hmm. And there's the key. Uh, hmm. It's that um, I'm going to give you the key of David because David had a heart to follow me and he was willing to do all my will. Now, we, are, we already know, by the way, <laughs> that... Was David perfect? No. Uh, no. Uh, matter of <laughs> Which fact. Which is actually re- very reassuring for all of us, right? Yeah, yeah. And a matter of fact, the way we would look at it, because of what David did, 
murder and adultery. Mm-hmm. We would have listed those as those are two. We would have ranked those pretty severely. Th- those are right? those are so <laughs> severe that he's disqualified himself mm-hmm. from being considered a man of God. Right. And I think that's one of the reasons why he says it is that this this deep, deep, deep sinner mm-hmm. actually was a man after my own heart who sought to do all my will, even when confronted with the truth of his failure. Mm-hmm. He repented uh, and said, "I'm sorry, and, and I want to get going." Okay, go to uh, Acts chapter, excuse me, uh, Psalm chapter forty. This is what David writes. Uh, 6 through 8, 46 through 8. All right. Psalms 46 through 8 says, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire. My ears you have opened. Burnt offering and sin offering you did not require. Then I said, Behold, I come. In the scroll of the book it is written of me. I delight to do your will, O my God, and your law is within my heart. Okay. So um, he says, I'd like it written of me. Mm-hmm. Of all the things, and he was a great leader, uh, writer of Psalms, uh, you know, uh, leader of Israel, uh, man of God, failed, but he, he, you know, he said, of all right. those things, I would like it written of me what? That I delighted to do I God's will. I delight to do God's will. Uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, if we go back then to um, uh, this church, mm-hmm. um, you have church, yeah. you have the key of David. Okay, what mm. you you want to do God's will? You, you have, have a heart, a heart to do to do, to do my will, um, and you follow, you listen, you mm-hmm. process, you believe, and um, that's the key mm-hmm. to what I have in mind about the church. And I says, um, and he actually repeats what he said to Peter. What you open, no one shuts. What you shut, no one opens. In other words, you can mm. bind and loose. And loose. Interesting. You can bind up the enemy, mm-hmm. and they can't they can't overcome you, and you can loose the power of heaven. Why? Because you have a heart to follow me, and, and mm-hmm. you receive re- revelation. He, he says, um, uh, I know your works. Okay, now, he just said what those works are. What are they? Whatever I ask you to do. <laughs> Whatever, yes, doing his will. That's it. You followed completely. In other words, remember all the rest mm-hmm. of the churches. They, he said, I have, I have, I have. This is what I feel good about for you, but right. I, ha- I have, I have something against you. Uh, what? Well, you didn't follow me here. You didn't pursue my will here. Mm-hmm. You decided on your own, and you let in Jezebel, and uh, you have eruption, and you lost your first love. Uh, he says, but you have followed my will, uh, and I'm going to create for you an open door, even though you have little strength. In other words, uh, it hasn't been easy, mm-hmm. and you're not doing this on your own, but you've kept my word, and you've stood up for truth. My, you haven't denied my name. Even, the, even those of the synagogue of Satan who are trying to come against you, and they say they're believers, this, and this is really interesting, um, they're acting like they're believers, but they're really mm-hmm. not. Uh, and they're actually trying to control and manipulate you. Um, and they're lying to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, uh, you're going to overcome them because you're going to persevere. And then he says this really cool thing in verse 10. Uh, um, 
I'm going to give you perseverance. Mm-hmm. And I will but keep. But I'm also going to keep, keep you, you from f- the hour of trial. What does that mean exactly? Which which is what? I'm assuming. I, well, I don't know. You tell me. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> it's. Uh, he says, which is coming upon the whole world mm-hmm. to test those who dwell on the earth. Okay. Now, yeah. um, think of the test. It's very simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is God testing everybody on earth? I mean, just think of the simplicity of it. And if they remember, want to follow him yeah. or not, if they're going to be. See, he says, "I, I separate the kingdom I, I or not. I <laughs> separate the sheep from the goats. Mm-hmm. I separate those that are fruitful of those that aren't. Um, are you with me or not? Mm-hmm. Are you following me or not? It's all based on your heart to, to be to follow my will. I'll lead you into truth. You'll have conviction about the truth, mm-hmm. and you'll follow me into the tribulation." Okay, hmm. um, well, <laughs> we know something about the tribulation. Um, how easy is this going to be? Not. Not. <laughs> um, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be mm-hmm. hard. It's going to be economically, you won't be able to participate. And the greatest, greatest test is interesting around the economics, which mm. is why the whole thing falls apart in the first place. Right. Which, interestingly, too, even that, that the greatest test is around the economics, and you think about the number of times in the Bible that God refers to money, and he so wants our loyalty to him, not to money, and our love for him and not for money. I believe in that instruction. He is actually setting us up for this as well. Yeah. Because he wants our heart not reliant on looking at the economics of it. The economics is really what's driving it. And he says... And like you said throughout scripture, uh, I'm going to test your heart about this, mm-hmm. economics, money, and you can test me right back. Mm-hmm. And am I willing to fulfill what I said? I'll be your provider in the middle right. of difficulty. Um, and by the way, he talks about the way he describes it in scripture is when fam- famine comes. Mm-hmm. In other words, or when, when the winter comes, when the, when the storm comes, when you don't have any water. Are you going to trust me to be your right. provider? So he says, I'm going to keep you from the hour of trial. And, he, and he's trying. This is why this, we, we really wanted to highlight these churches. And that is that our fear is, mm-hmm. uh-oh, I'm not going to be able to participate. If I stand on truth and I don't take the mark of the beast, which is what we're going to, we're going to talk about in, in, in some weeks and months coming up, particularly, specifically, um, I can't function. Right. And he just said, I'll, I'm going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. Trust me. I will take care of you. I'll keep you mm-hmm. in the test. I mean, think about the test yeah. is, are you going to follow me or not? Mm-hmm. And we would have to know, believe, and have confidence that what? I'm going to keep you mm-hmm. from that issue of you failing that test now, I remember, and just like when Jesus said, in the world, you're going to have what? Trouble. Trouble. So he says, I'm not taking you away from that conflict. That but you're I'm going to meet you right in the middle of but it. But I'm going to be your provider yeah. in the middle of it and give you the strength and courage to be able to pass the test. Mm. And the test is, are you going to follow me and do not compromise and cave into the one world system 
of the tribulation. Mm. And I believe, and that's why I believe it's so critical today, is that even if it's not even imminent, we know one thing, the, ch- the tests are coming. Right. Uh, of, you know, what are they going to say to us when they tell us, you know, you can't be- because. You, you can't find out what your kid is, is doing in school. We're not going to let you. Mm. Uh, what are you going to do with that? Um, are you going to cave to it? Or are you going to say, wait a second, Father, what do you got to say about that? How, how, right. what, what do you want me to do? Which, by the way, could be, you know what? And you need- his instruction could be very different for me than it is for you, than it is for someone else, depending on the situation God has you in and what he wants to do in and through you. Yeah, yeah. He could say, you know what? You need to homeschool your kids. Hey, but you know what? Uh, you need to move. Hey, you know what? You need to take a group of people and go to the school board and challenge and stand them. Stand up, yeah. Uh, again, no, no universal answer. Uh, what would you have me do? But I'll keep you mm-hmm. from the hour of trial. And, and what that means is, uh, and it's very deep and very profound, I'll keep you from you choosing to not follow me. Mm. That's what he's saying. I'll keep you in a way you'll follow me. You'll know mm-hmm. that you know that you know it. You can follow me. Oh, that's I'm going to keep you. The trial, interesting enough, is a test. Hmm. That's the that's the trial, not the not the difficulty. The difficulty is hmm. coming. It's so easy for us to get that confused. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I'll keep you from it. So he says, because you've been faithful and you and you have the key today. Mm-hmm. What you're seeking my will, you're listening to me, you're following me, you're understanding it, and you're and you're seeing the the uh, uh, wonder of that. Even in the middle of stuff, then you're not strong, and you got things all around you trying to lie and cheat uh, on you. But you're learning it. You got the key. Hmm. Keep the key. Don't give That's up on great. the key. Uh, the church is really important. So we'll we'll process this further as we uh, understand it. But um, it's a really cool statement about the church because in this particular church. He says, I don't have anything against you at all. Now, Yeah, there's nothing he corrected here. Yeah. It was just, hey, you like to yeah. do my will. Now, <laughs> again, instruction. and think about the significance of that. Is this church perfect? Absolutely not. Could right. he say, yeah, there's a few things that I could pick on. But he said, really, the key, mm-hmm. do you have a heart to follow me or not? And you, right. and you do. I have nothing to say about it. Like David, hey. Like with, David, man the, after my own he heart. Ma- he made some mistakes. <laughs> but I call him a man after my own heart. There's mm-hmm. there's the key. So we'll talk about this uh, more next time, and there's uh, more churches to go. But uh, uh, it's really significant. And by the way, this is a challenge to all of us is, do you have a heart to go to the truth, stand in the truth, knowing that through these difficult times coming, you God will get you through it. Uh, particularly yeah. around the aspect of money, which which we'll talk more about. So we'll, we'll we'll pick it up again next time. All right. Thanks so much, Rich. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. And as always, continue to send in your questions to questions at afjministry.com. And um, we'll start you know, ta- tackling more of those as we go. So thanks so much for joining us, and we'll talk to you soon. Have yep. a great weekend. We'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. 
His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.